Hey everyone, it's Dr. Raj, DPT. On today's episode of The Scope, I'm discussing two specific injuries. Firstly is Tottenham and English international striker Harry Kane's left hamstring tear injury. And secondly is Philadelphia 76ers big Joel Embiid's left hand fourth metacarpal radial collateral ligament tear. So let's go. So the first injury we'll be discussing, Harry Kane injured his left hamstring on New Year's Day against Southampton, and news came out today that the team opted for surgery. Initially, they weren't quite sure how severe it was, all that they knew it was severe, and from reports I've read, the initial timetable may have been around eight weeks, which indicated grade two hamstring tear, which is a partial tear of the hamstrings. But then based upon further assessment, they decided on surgery. And it's most likely what we call an avulsion tear or the hamstring near the butt where it starts actually tore off the bone. And therefore, it needs to be surgically repaired. I was talking to a surgeon about this procedure And they said it's almost like treating a rotator cuff injury. You put in anchors and you have to allow it to repair. The major thing is there's a major nerve, a sciatic nerve that runs in that area. So you have to be very cognizant of that during the surgery. When it comes to timeline, typically it's the three plus month return to play timeline. And the team has said that Harry will be back in training in early April, which would be right around three months. Now, the real question becomes, in my opinion, for Harry is he's come back really quickly from previous injuries in the past, particularly multiple ankle sprains, and they've been re-injured, and he's been through this up-and-down yo-yo of fitness. And the thing that we know about him, he's extremely competitive, And he wants to play every minute. And if you look at his minutes played, it's almost ridiculous how many minutes he's playing. Especially the case now, even more emphasis on his play with Jose Mourinho style, Jose Mourinho style, excuse me, where he likes likes having that true number nine up front. And so it'll be interesting to see when he does get back, if they do ease him in. And the second thing to consider is the fact that this year in 2020, there's the the Euros, the Euro tournament, Euro Cup tournament. So he also wants to be healthy for that. If I was advising him, I would definitely <clears throat> tell him to be conservative with this hamstring return to play because they're notoriously sensitive injuries with high re-injury risk. For example, we know that nearly 30% of hamstring injuries reoccur most within the first two weeks. It's the most common injury in football, soccer, with some research showing 
upwards of 50% of elite footballers deal with a hamstring tear at some point in their career. Additionally, Harry has some risk factors like age. He's 26. The research shows that once you're older than 25, you have a 4.4 higher chance of hamstring injury compared to younger players. And then additionally, he's been playing top-level football for about six years. The research additionally shows that every year of professional football, you have about a 30% increase in injury risk for a hamstring. It makes sense because the hamstrings are involved in basically every major soccer activity. Quick starting, acceleration, deceleration. They help with hip stability. Every time you run, they have to slow down your lead leg. Whenever you're kicking, they have to slow down the lead leg. Whenever you're reaching to stretch, which is what happened to Harry Kane in this case, he was not reaching, but he was kicking with his hip flex and his knee extended, which puts a double stretch on the muscle. And then further, that the hamstrings are trying to slow down the kicking as well. So it's actually a triple stress on that hamstring. In this case, leading to a bad enough injury that it requires surgery, which is actually relatively rare with hamstring injuries. So we'll see how the rehab goes. The rehab, for the most part, is very similar in his case, whether it was a grade one, grade two, or grade grade three, the grade three will be a longer process because it's a more severe injury. So you have to just be more methodical with your progressions. But the plan of care is pretty similar. You want to restore pain-free range of motion, start some isolated hamstring strengthening. The key is get him back to normalized walking, and then you progress to more compound strengthening neuromuscular and proprioceptive control, eventually moving to more sports-specific activity with agility and plyometrics thrown in. And then eventually, they'll really start testing his quad-to-hamstring ratio, side-to-side symmetry, before they clear him for return-to-sport higher-intensity protocols. So look for him to be back on the pitch in early April, according to Tottenham, but we shall see how he progresses. Moving on, to the second major injury I'm going to talk about, which is Joel Embiid. So Embiid, I don't know if you saw the pictures, but if you're queasy, do not look at them. But essentially, he dislocated his fourth finger at the base of it, which is the metacarpal, and it resulted in the radial collateral ligament, which is the ligament stabilizing ligament on the inside of that finger facing the thumb. That's the radial side. The ulnar side is the pinky side. Tearing. And the team has come out and said they were assessing their options with treatment, which immediately tells you that it's not the most serious injury. If a team is assessing their options and surgery isn't immediately indicated, it tends to be a good sign where it's they're not sure about how severe it is and what the best protocol here is. But they opted for surgery. And the second very positive sign is that the, his reeval date is in one to two weeks. Did a phone a friend option. And I discussed this with a hand surgeon who said that he expects this to be a relatively quick return to play because they'll repair the ligament and then you can buddy tape it to the middle finger as you saw with Embiid when he actually came back in the game when he actually injured it and they'll buddy tape it. It's going to be a matter of really managing the stiffness and the soreness in that finger. That's going to be the key thing for him moving forward. And that's really what the reevaluation is going to be about is to see how he's progressing in terms of 
reducing some of that stiffness with range of motion and strength because you do want a certain baseline there and then you reinforce it with that buddy tape. Now, of course, there's always the risk for getting hit again and things of that nature, but that's always a risk with basketball and coming back. We've, we have seen guys play through worse finger injuries. For example, Kobe had an avulsion fracture where the, one of his ligaments in the pinky tore off the bone. He was able to manage it by buddy taping it for the majority of the season. It certainly bothered him, but he was able to play through it. And in Bede's case, another thing to understand, this is on his offhand, his left hand as well, which does help in terms of limiting the amount of stress that's placed on it. So all in all, not that bad of an injury. And so I would expect him to be back within two weeks with that reevaluation period, barring any setbacks. All right, so that's it for this episode. You can always find me on social media, IG, Twitter, YouTube, at 3CB Performance, 3 Charlie Beta Performance. I'll catch you next time.